Welcome to the That's Deep podcast. I'm Naomi, and I'm an international board-certified life and success coach, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, or NLP, as you've heard it, an empath, a mother, an introvert, and a podcast host. It is my mission to empower humans from the inside out through inner and outer exploration. Thank you so much for being here. If you love the show, please give it a follow and a five-star rating. I appreciate you so much. Now let's dive in. And today's topic is titled, Conflict Isn't Bad for an Empath, It's Necessary. So, like always, if you see me looking up and down, it's because I go live on Instagram and on Facebook. And then, of course, I have all my notes here so that we stay on track and we keep this short and sweet. So, yes. So, I want to start off today's topic, which is titled, Conflict Isn't Bad for an Empath, It's Necessary, with a personal story about how I used to be deathly afraid of conflict as an empath while growing up. And I wanted to share how I'm shifting that in my adulthood. So I used to allow myself to be mistreated and taken advantage of. Um, I was painfully shy. Um, I had a hard time speaking up, walk all over me. And, you know, I just didn't want to upset the other person ever. So I just had a huge fear of conflict. Um, And... I used to actually share these insights and ideas with someone who then would take those ideas and pass them off as their own um, because I typically didn't share or I didn't speak up and I would never say anything to this person and I would never confront the problem or the person because I was so afraid of conflict and I didn't want to upset them, I didn't want drama, but then I would start to feel resentful and that would just kind of build in me. So. I believe that these lessons are lessons that continue in adulthood and it's normal for everyone. And what I'd like to do is share a recent story that I've experienced with facing conflict in my work and in my business. So, yes. So recently, because the same lessons repeat themselves over and over until you learn the lesson that you need to learn, right? Um, Someone in the online space has been uh, copying, duplicating, um, you know, copying my work and passing it off as their own and trying to sell it. And, you know, thank you, repeated life lessons, um, because first I had to give myself the necessary space to process my emotions and really sit with them because I felt a lot of frustration Um, I felt a lot of disappointment and obviously I was hurt, Um, but it really showed me where my boundaries like lie, like where my boundaries are. And it made it really, really clear for me through going um, through this. And, you know, it was really hard to process at first because this person obviously was somebody that I trusted. Um, It was somebody that actually received a service from me. Um, the same service that they're actually trying to pass off as their own now and um, even down to the same exact name that I have for the service so and what the service entails so I was a little hesitant to share about this today Um, I was worried really worried 
about hurting their feelings. You know, my throat chakra was acting up. Um, and while I feel like it's important to hold people accountable, um, I also think that cancel culture can be really hurtful. Um, it can get pretty messy and that's just like not what I'm about. And my intention is not to smother this person's light or to put them on blast. Um, because I know that this person could do better. And I know that this person is very capable of creating um, the services that this person wants to create, you know, all on their own. And I still have compassion for this person. So if you're an empath, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like we still have compassion for those who have hurt us. And, you know, like they say in the writing community, people often rob and duplicate other people's work um, in order as a content creation strategy. But what that doesn't mean is plagiarize or you know, steal someone's intellectual property. That's not what it means at all. And that's a boundary violation for me completely. Um, I'm just looking at the comments here. And Maria said, I've had something similar happen. Yes, it happens to many of us um, in the online space and even just in regular, you know, not in the online space. And it's unfortunate. And um, of course, while a lot of feelings of like frustration and anger and resentment can come up, um, it's interesting to challenge yourself to see what it is that you truly need to learn from that lesson. And the lesson for me is that it's important to set and maintain healthy boundaries, um, even when it's uncomfortable to go ahead and have conflict with someone, because that's tough for us as empaths to go through conflict. And when you set your boundaries and when you speak up, it shows others and yourself how you expect to be treated and what you will and will not tolerate. And that's okay. And that's something that I'm trying to normalize for empaths because a lot of the time we think it's not okay to speak up for our needs because we might end up hurting others. And I just like, I don't know, I like the little motto, do no harm, you know? Like, of course, protect yourself, but do no harm. Pardon the interruption, but I have a really quick question for all of you. What type of empath are you? If you're not sure and you haven't taken my empath quiz yet, you can certainly do so at thatsdeepco.com backslash empath quiz. And I will also leave a link for it in my show notes. When you take the quiz, you'll find out your type and you'll also be sent a free guided meditation that corresponds to your specific empath type. Thank you so much. And I look forward to helping you find out your type. And... What I was trying to say was that it's just important to set and maintain healthy boundaries. And um, it's really important to just share your truth because you don't want to go ahead and like minimize your own self-worth. And you want to make sure that you don't allow people to just treat you any old way. Um, you want to make sure that, you know, your, your energy exchanges are equal. So... You know, sometimes is conflict petty and not worth it, um, and sometimes is a waste of time, absolutely. Um, but what I do think is important is that we have to be clear on where our boundaries are when we end up facing conflict, because stronger boundaries equal stronger satisfaction in the way that we expect to be treated in our relationships. So I'm actually really grateful for this conflict that came up because it allowed me to set a necessary boundary in my business. 
um, and energy exchange. And so this means now I have legal contracts, um, legal coaching contracts, um, protection for both my clients, myself, and my intellectual property. So had this little lesson never happened for me, I would have not put those pieces of protection that I needed to um, in order to be protected in my business and for myself. So yes. I want to wrap up today's live by clearing up three common misconceptions that empaths have about conflict. And so the first misconception that empaths have about conflict is avoiding conflict will prevent future problems for me. And that's false because it only delays the inevitable. It only pushes it back further and you just keep making a habit out of it and you keep getting the same frustrating results that you've always gotten. Um, the second misconception that empaths have about conflict. By avoiding conflict, I'll never make others upset. That's false also. You're going to end up making people upset and you're not responsible for other people's emotions and their emotional experience. You can hold space for them, but it's not your responsibility. You're in charge of your own emotions. And, uh, you know, could, could that person feel upset with you? Uh, yes. But is it your problem? No. And I know that sounds really harsh, but it's something that I'm trying to share with empaths so that they can take the steps to become a more empowered empath instead of, um, you know, hanging out in that, the victim mentality and mindset and space. So the third misconception that empaths have about conflict is it's too hard for me to set boundaries. I've never been good at it. So, um, that little misconception is a lie because we all need to experience conflict in order to see where our boundaries are. Um, it's like a muscle. It needs to be built up with practice over time. Um, and I have two quick and fun tips that you can use in your practice for setting boundaries. So the first one is to start with small no's. No is a, is a tough word for empaths, um, but just know that uh, one of my coaches told me that no is a complete sentence. So. Start with small no's, give yourself small wins, and then work your way up to um, go ahead and say no to the main offenders until your boundary setting starts to get better. And number two, second tip to set better boundaries is start saying no in lower risk situations. So for example, you're at the department store and the cashier says, would you like to open a credit card today? And with the most compassion and kindness you say, no thank you right um start with those low risk situations that you can practice saying no in because it's like right it's like a muscle you're gonna keep building it up and you'll start to feel more comfortable saying no um, e even when you're afraid of hurting other people's feelings so all of those misconceptions that i went over are deeply rooted in self-limiting beliefs right these false beliefs about what we can or can't be do or have so those limiting beliefs are, they're stuck in our subconscious mind, which is why neuro-linguistic programming is such a nice tool to use to go back in there, reprogram, release some limiting beliefs and create new neural pathways because limiting beliefs can really hold us back from a lot and sometimes we're not even aware that we have them. So um, these types of limiting beliefs are the key things that we work on in my empath empowerment coaching program, which is my signature one-on-one -on -one private coaching program for empaths. It's an eight week program. And if you're an, if you're an empath and you're interested in making these mindset shifts, 
Um, I would love for you to check out the um, Empath Empowerment coaching page. Um, it has all the details about the program and what comes with it, what the journey looks like, all the deliverables. And for those of you who don't um, get accepted into this round of the Empath Empowerment coaching, I'm going to have a wait list open for the next round, which will start up again um, towards the end of March. So yes. Uh, thank you so much. So I hope you all enjoy the rest of your long weekend and I'll see you on the next live. Thanks guys. Hey everyone. I just wanted to invite you to connect with me on Instagram at naomicourtney.co. Again, that's at naomicourtney.co on Instagram. Thank you. What's up everybody. It's Riley with the That's the Podcast. Naomi and I would love to invite you to leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of the page after you're done listening to the episode and find the ratings and reviews. Tap the number of stars you see fit and leave a little comment for us. At the end of each month, we'll do a little raffle and pick a lucky reviewer to receive a little gift card from us at the That's Deep Podcast, a little token of appreciation. Thank you for all your support and good luck.